B&H Gold. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of B&H Gold, where me, B and him, H, try and bring you a little bit of lightness and joy into your life. And it's really easy to do when you're working with somebody like H. Yes, absolutely. I'm just a ray of sunshine. I'm naturally... Well, actually, the reason I started doing this was exactly what you said, because I can get very grumpy and very miserable very quickly. No. No, really? No, really. Gosh. I do. Don't don't look all smug about it. You do as well. Um, I just do it with a smile. You do do it with a smile. I'll give you that. You do smile more. However, you've just been complaining yourself that you don't think you're laughing as much as you used to. No, it's a weird thing, isn't it? I mean, psychologists would say that children laugh very readily and I think can laugh up to, you know, hundreds of times a day, whereas adults tend not to and I do struggle I have to say to find things that really really make me laugh now you know you watch sort of comedy programs there are very few where I think I'm actually laughing so much that I think I might lose control (laughs) do you know what I mean I do I do yeah I get it I must admit I can't remember the last time I was in that state the one where you're gasping for breath and just cannot stop yeah it's been a while it's funny, isn't it? Yeah. And I don't know, That's it is just life. There's a lot going on for a lot of people at the moment. Mm. It's, you know, this time of uncertainty. And um, yeah, so this is what this podcast is about. Not trying to, you know, remind you of, no, no. Uh, of how miserable everything is, but uh, quite the contrary, trying to just raise a smile. And if it's just a little snigger, that's that's absolutely I fine. Like, we like a little snigger. Um, if, if we, you know, get your hands on one. Right, uh, Desert Island Smell. What's your Desert Island Smell? Oh, now that's a really interesting We were playing this the other day in the office. One. Desert okay. Island Smell. I would say, you see, really nice aftershave, probably. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Very sultry. Yeah, okay. Anything in particular? Just in case any men out there were thinking, what should I put on? <laughs> I don't know. It's, um, yeah, it's just something manly. I don't know. <laughs> well, not I, yeah. not like floral one. I no. don't like floral sort of things, but something sort of... <laughs> <Do> you... <laughs> I have two, I think. I mean, I'm not a massive... A bottle of aftershave will easily last me a year or two because uh, I don't put it on all the time and I don't shave every day. That's probably why. And I just oscillate between... There was one called... Well, I used to like Blue Stratus, which is a bit sort of cheap and nasty now, I suppose, for, for you know, an older bloke. And then I went on to a Draca Noir. Guy nice. Roche, Draca Noir. And now I tend to use um, one called um, Soir. Bulgari, soir. Is it just ones that you just have to say in a slightly weird way? Well, it's, it's evening, isn't it? It's French for evening. Soir. Okay, you know, I know, but it's just, you know, I love the fact you can't ever say a word like that without putting on a slightly well, strange you could accent. Well, I, I wear that, I wear that soir. I wear that soir and I have to shave. Um, isn't it interesting how even thinking about a particular smell can take you back to a certain time? So for me, there's a, a perfume that I used to wear when I was about 13 called Tribe. And I, I can almost smell it even though obviously I can't smell it because it's not right in front of me. How do you imagine just, a smell? Yeah, that's another that's question. Weird, How do you it? actually think about a smell? Where is it? It's yeah. I, where is it? Is yeah. it in your head? Is it in your nose? Is it a combination of those sort of sensations? You I say, don't know. Right, think of the smell of a rose, and I can do it. But where am I thinking it? Yeah, I don't know. It's a tricky Gosh, one. We're philosophical that's very philosophical today. that one. Well, uh, I remember what we, I think I told you this before one time um, on Woman's Hour. One time they said we'll be talking about men's aftershave today on Woman's Hour. I thought we'll have to tune in. And they had this sort of panel of experts and they said, right, they were basically trying to document how um, smells change the same way as clothes do. So, so you know, fashion changes, obviously. Mm. Trousers get, you know, big flares and they become tight and skirts go right the way up to the top and right the way down to the bottom, et cetera, et cetera. And they were saying scents do the same. We have we are, are what are deemed trendy scents or whatever change over the years. 
And they were going right the way back to sort of Victorian times and what was in then, which is out, and then sort of through the 60s and 70s. And then they said, right, in the 1980s, and they had Dragon Noir. I said, it's my aftershave. <laughs> so he is no, Dragon Noir now, right? What about this? And they put it on. This woman said, oh, my God, essence of bleached 80s man. <laughs> That's me. Ooh. Did you just quietly shove? <laughs> Shove it to one side of the cupboard. I've still got a bottle. I mean, I still oh, yeah, bring like it in. It. Yeah, no, okay. wear it tomorrow okay. and I'll give you a, a rating. A sniff you, test. What was your uh, Desert Island smell? Is it going to be bread or coffee? Um, uh, you know what? I, I, it's a tricky one. I love wild garlic in the spring. Probably one of yeah. my all-time favourites is um, wood smoke from a bonfire on a frosty Ooh. evening. Oh, yes. Do you know what or else morning. I really like? And I don't know whether I should admit to this, really. Mm. Meat. <laughs> what sort of meat? Just any meat? Meat? You going to elaborate? No. Okay. Well, Beth likes the smell of meat. I never guessed that. You miss cooking. <laughs> now then. <laughs> okay. to delete this right. bit. Well, that's good. Uh. We like the meat bit. <laughs> Han Solo may be a hunk, but uh, Pan Solo is a hunk of bread. Uh, a bakery in San Francisco has dubbed its six-foot bread sculpture of the Star Wars character uh, as he appeared after being frozen in carbon ice in The Empire Strikes Back. They've made him a life-size one out of a huge chunk Aww. of bread, and it's called Pan, Pan Solo. Pan oh, I see, Solo. I see what you did there. Was that another accent? <laughs> no, yeah, Pan yeah, Solo. Pan. Yeah, okay. very good. Pan, that's very, better than yeah. mine. Pan Solo, okay. Oh, that's uh, very good. That's rather good. Uh, I love those clever twists on names. I quite like that, I yeah. must admit, yeah. I wondered about Return of the Bread Eye. Oh, that was good. Yeah, that was all right, Oh, that it? was good. Um, Did you make that up? I just made that up, yeah. Oh, that was quite really a nice good, one. Uh, a New York City man's been charged with smuggling three Burmese pythons in his pants at the US-Canadian border crossing. Uh, Calvin Bautista, Bautista, <laughs> is accused it, of bringing the hidden snakes on a bus that crossed into New York in uh, 2018. It's an old one, that. Importation of Burmese pythons is regulated by an international treaty. It doesn't seem to matter whether they're down your pants or not. Um, and That's you a lot a to have down your pants, pounds. isn't it? It is. I mean, yes. really? Yeah. You'd have to have really big trousers. You would. Well, it's getting back to your meat again. Really. <laughs> one way or another. Uh, what's the other thing I spotted around here? Oh, did you read that one, which was, was actually quite recent, about the chess player who supposedly was cheating by oh, using anal beads? <laughs> I must have missed that one. I thought you were going to talk about the chess. Did we not talk about the, the chess machine or something that broke someone's finger? Oh, no. This was a separate one, which was in the news not that long ago. And uh, we've got a few lines on it here I was looking at. Yeah, a teenage chess player who managed to beat a world champion is denying his incredible win was the result of cheating with the help of a sex toy. 19-year-old Hans Niemann pulled off a major upset by defeating Norwegian Grandmaster Magnus Carlsen at the Sangfield Cup in St. Louis in September. The win has prompted some bizarre theories. A rumour has been so has been circulating, unsupported by concrete evidence, so it's not been proven, but this was doing the rounds, that Neiman was tapping into a computer programme through a prostate massager or wireless anal beads that could secretly communicate winning moves to him. <laughs> I don't know where to go with that one. No. It's probably best we leave it. You've never tried that? No. <laughs> uh, New Zealand wants to Makes tax news farmers... Interesting. Sorry. to tax farmers for their cows, burps and farts. This is serious. Again, I saw this somewhere. Uh, Jacinta Ardens announced plans to make farmers pay for their livestock's emissions due to the huge contribution they make to climate change. It's an important step forward in New Zealand's transitions to low emissions <laughs> and delivers our promise to price agriculture emissions from 2025. How do you, how do you, ta- how do you... How do you know how many they've done? 
exactly what I was thinking. Would that have to be somebody's job? Does somebody go round and uh, are you sort of like a fart man or a, a sort of a fart inspector? Gosh. You sort of go around with a bottle sticking up cows' bottoms. I don't Why know. would you stick it up their bottom? You'd well, just be listening out for it, though, wouldn't well, you? You need to measure it. You need to know how much is coming out. It's not just whether it goes or not. It's a case of how much was in the... What, catch it in a bottle? Well, you'd have to catch it somehow. How do you measure it? A balloon? What, attach balloons to their bottoms and however much they, they blow? Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of. Okay. And here's another <clears throat> interesting one. This is a wacky one as well. Men can develop an allergy to their own orgasms. Uh, experts have found that this, this, there's always an expert somewhere, isn't there? What I'd love to be a scientist doing this sort of work. I bet you would. Scientists can suffer can suffer from fever, a cough, sneezing, and muscle weakness, or even issues with their speech, concentration, and memory. But isn't that just normal? I think you just said scientists can suffer with that. I think you meant. Did you not mean Sorry, men? Scientists yeah. said that men. <laughs> oh right, okay. Can, well, yeah. scientists might as well. They're yeah. men, I suppose. Okay. Can suffer from a fever, cough, sneezing, and muscle weakness, or issues with speech, concentration, and memory. Did I say that before? The memory. The, the, symptom, the symptoms can last a few days or as long as a week. <laughs> what can I say? What can I say? I can't say anything. It's just, I'm not going there. Okay. Um, anything else made you smile this week? Anything particular? Well, or speaking last, of last smiling, I just, yeah. um, I'm seeing a lot of stories about people seeing faces in their food. Yes, I saw some. So like that there was um, one about a woman who had a curry, and it, then it looked like Shrek. It was I a green that. curry. That yeah. actually was it quite really good. Did. That it really did. It did look good. like Shrek. Yeah. Um, I heard on the breakfast show this morning somebody who saw Elvis in the bottom of their McDonald's ketchup pot. Slightly. Did you weird. see that? Is there a picture? I haven't yeah. seen it. I need to see it. No, um, but that. I wonder whether I'd be able to very quickly find a couple of examples for you because I actually joined a social media Facebook group called Things With Faces. Oh, I found it. People? Um, <laughs> no, Things Oops. With Faces. So I had made my um, middle child a sausage and bacon panini thing, right? Mm -hmm. He bit into it. Look at this. It's smiling back at him. Two sausages making the eyes. Can you see it? Yeah. It's not going to go viral, that one, is it? <laughs> well, okay. I've got another one. No, it's quite, I can see it, though. I can see it. I it's see a, a lot. Of, of, it's a sort of bacon smile. I see a lot of faces yeah. in onions, strangely enough. And I've taken some photographs of those, which I'll be able to share with you when I can find them. Um, and then it also happened to me at Christmas. There was a couple of potatoes that I got out to do the Christmas um, roasties and they looked like they had smiles so I couldn't use them. This was last them. year, you're not preparing really well in advance. <laughs> no, that would be good wouldn't it? No, last year and I couldn't use them because they had little, oh look there's Did an onion them? one, look there's, there's a red onion one. Oh that's better that's better, it looks like a smiley face in you the know, middle of a red onion. Maybe I should send that to you. Have you actually poked that with a pin in the middle no, to make it look like that? No, I literally cut it and then okay. it was sitting there smiling at me how long do they... Oh, here are the potatoes. Okay, let's take right? the Christmas potatoes. Works well on radio, this. Well, maybe I should send this to you and you can see the photographs on the... Um... Oh, that's not bad. It looks a bit like Zippy, the one in the middle. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, Zippy from but Rainbow. But they all had little faces. And so you so... kept them? Did they just shrink I away? Did, I did keep no. them and then they shriveled. You didn't shriveled. fry them all? No. no. Cremate them, quite no. literally. No, because they, had, they were smiling at me. Um, I've lost the point of the story, to be honest. I just feel like I was just going through showing well, I tell you my... what, did you catch this? Um, uh, Andy's been out and about with a man of oh, mine. Oh, yes. Always great stuff. And they were up at Ramsey uh, Grammar School earlier in the week. And uh, there was a great, they were really good, all the Ramsey Grammar uh, School students. Um, and But I did like this one. And I knew what he was saying, but just it was just one of those slips of the tongue that no one quite noticed at the time. But I listened back and I thought, I'm sure that's not quite what he meant to say. Have a listen to this one. Here we go. Uh, on a personal level, if you've got elderly relatives who might be living alone, I think it's important to reach out to them and talk to them, for one, because that's, that might just be what they need. 
Did you get that? See, I think, yeah, whether it's think when you listen to my man, obviously what he's saying is reach out and talk to them. Yeah. But I'm fairly sure what he says is reach out and torture them. Oh. Uh, on a personal level, if you've got elderly relatives who might be living alone, I think it's important to reach out to them and talk to them, for one, because that's that might just be what they need. <laughs> it might be just what they need. <laughs> Put your thumb oh. in this screw. <laughs> oh. oh, dear. And um, here's another one. I like this. this with apologies to Ben. Uh, ben Hartley, who you feature on this as well. Oh. He was just revving up, but he, saw, he gets stuck in a time loop. He just he just gets stuck, which is which is lovely. So he's, he's just revving up now. It, this wasn't broadcast. This this was practicing. So here he goes. Here he goes. And we started the week with a, and we started the week with a brand new and we started the week with a brand new clue for flat. And we started the week with a brand new clue for our daily competition flat. And we started the week with a brand new and we started the week with a brand new and we started the week with a brand new clue for our daily competition flashback alley. And it certainly kept you guessing today. And we started the, and we started the week with a brand new clue. And we started the week and we started the week with a brand new clue for our daily competition flashback alley and it certainly kept you guessing today. Now he starts thinking about you. Myself and Beth will be back. Myself and Beth will be back in the morning. It's just checking. Myself you. and Beth will be back in the morning. When are you going to be back? <laughs> when are you going to be back? Myself and Beth Myself and Beth Who? will be back in the morning. Who will? And myself and Beth will be back in the morning with some more. With what? And myself and Beth will be back in the morning with some flat. And myself and Beth will be back in the morning with some further. And myself and Beth will be back. And myself and Beth will be back in the morning with some more. And myself and Beth will be back in the morning with some more clues for flashback. No, no more. No oh, more. Gosh. I'm sorry, Ben. Oh, oh dear. dear. Yes. Do you know, if you could just hear some of the uh, pre-recorded stuff, it probably would be quite entertaining sometimes. Oh, dear. I love it. Um, have you got any food? I'm going to give you a food stuff. I don't know whether you've got one, uh, but I made the other day, um, I had the best crop of tomatoes ever this year. Amazingly, really. I mean, pounds and pounds and pounds of tomatoes, which I've never had before. And, of course, you get to this time of the year and... The last ones don't all ripen up, so I've got pounds of green tomatoes, and I know you can do a chutney. There's a good green tomato curry, which I might go. Green tomato soup. Ooh. Yeah, never had it before, and I found a recipe for green tomato soup. Delicious. Wow. That reminds me, what's that film about tomatoes? Fried green tomatoes at the Whistle Stop uh, Cafe. Is that right? Yeah. Never yeah. seen it. That's rubbish. No, no, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Anything you've eaten that's put a smile on your face? <laughs> Other than your meat? <laughs> you can't say that. I just did. You can't say that. Beth likes meat. No, you've said it. No, what I right. meant was, you know, when it's when you put it in the pan and like you've got some oil and it's just that when it starts it starts caramelising. Yeah, it's to be fair, I don't mind it before it goes in. No, I know. Who? I think that's the best bit in many ways. Um, right, and what was the other thing I was going to say? Uh, there was we. <laughs> No, I've lost it now. She's lost it again now. No, I'm what? fine. No, she's fine. She's absolutely fine. Uh, so, yes, uh, any good smiles? Nice smile? Sunny smile for us? You got a sunny smile anywhere? I'll give you one. Um, I think uh, Eva, <laughs> Eva Petrova, who is the youth bard, and uh, we were at a poetry slam recently, and she's got a lovely smile. She, she smiles away. Lovely smile on, on uh, Eva. She's quite a serious sort of uh, um, young woman, but when her smile lights, it lights up her face. That's lovely. There you go. Any, any, nothing, any no. little fun? No? Okay. Uh, and I think then, before we go, before it all goes downhill too rapidly, hopefully it's brought a smile to someone's face. 
Beth's or mine or maybe yours as well. Um, we will be with you again the next time sometime. I'll leave you with a, I think it's my turn for a tune, is it? It is, oh, it is. right. It. Here we go then. Um, fat Swallow. You can never go wrong with Fat Swallow. Always puts a smile on my face. Okay, say bye-bye. 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 And here's Fats. You'll put a smile on your face even if we haven't. to talk with all by myself no one to walk with but I'm happy on the shelf hey, misbehaving saving my love for you for you for you for you I know for certain the one I love I'm through with flirting it's you that I'm thinking of Misbehaving, saving my love for you. Like Jack Horner in the corner, don't go nowhere. What do I care? Your kisses are worth waiting for. <laughs> I don't stay out. Well, thank you. No place to go. I'm home about it. Just me and my radio. In this behaving, saving all my love for you. Don't condone smoking or any other dirty habits that are bad for you other than the ones Beth likes. Any similarity between the podcast B&H Gold and the Benton and Hedges cigarette of the same name is intentional and done purely for comic effect, albeit piss poor. Beth Espy is the registered trade name of Beth Espy Enterprises, available for voiceovers, corporate hosting, TV shows about cars, talking about motorbikes with greasy biker types, and looking after other people's children, but not at the same time. H is the first letter of Howard Kane. The series is sponsored by no one at all. It isn't likely to be. Alex Brindley loves trains.